0: We are five years into the future. We are at the Upakanini Community Kitchen. The walls inside are all a different color. Red, green, purple, black, yellow. The floor and roof is covered in graffiti. Different layers and textures crafted by artistic hands. Upakanini roughly translates to, when are you dishing up? Which is a question that comes up when you mention a community kitchen. Putting food at the center of analysis, we had to ask, what do people eat? Where do people get their food? What do they think of their food? Following the trail of food, healthy food, food agency.
1: just to share a little bit on the work that we are currently doing. So during the pandemic, uh, we conducted a study. Uh, We did a research where we took a deep dive and looked um, into household food security um, through the surveys and out of that we actually realized how severely food insecure our communities are and um, how Poverty and hunger is being stigmatized, um, how it is something that we don't t- talk about and yet it is um, everyone's challenge. So during that time, a lot of kitchens we started, a lot of soup kitchens we started um, and a lot of stakeholders um, tried to intervene. They stepped up and helped the kitchens to you know to, to, to try and serve food to people because there was a lot of job losses that had happened. Some of the things that we actually realized was also that um, in as much as these stakeholders or the community action networks are stepping up and they're trying to help, they are actually just putting a band-aid on much deeper wounds. So a lot of the kitchens um, that were started and during the, the lockdown had to unfortunately close down um, due to donor fatigue.
0: It is important we clarify first these ideas of washing off and dishing up. It all started with five women on a trip to Scarborough. Five women. Five different lived experiences, all connected through a co-research initiative on food security. When we took the trip, the vision of the community kitchen was already conceived through intensive workshops in communities in Cape Town. This idea of revolutionizing soup kitchens was born. The community kitchen then was to be the next step. As the five women met and discussed, we imagined what this community kitchen would look like. We gave it color, place and context. The task of washing and dishing up became a powerful symbol towards this vision. My name is Sanelisi Wenyaba. I am a writer, a model, a photographer, a filmmaker and an activist. I call myself all these things so that I may claim them. As a woman, a young black woman, I've had to come to many full circles to acknowledge myself as these things. At first it was the struggle to call myself a writer, then a photographer, and now a filmmaker and an activist. I felt that to call myself these things I had to be incredible at them. I had to be earning money through them. Of course, I thought these things in my own head. I could never really articulate this feeling. But the more I spoke with other women who are artists, who are writers, I found the same pattern. This avoidance of calling ourselves by our true names, being afraid to truly own the things that we are passionate about for fear of not being good enough to bear these titles that is the first thing i am washing off that to eat on a dirty plate of food was bad and that washing off old food to dish up new and fresh food was a philosophical practice the contents of the plate also became a kind of symbolism for things that would be shared in this spirit then i am washing off self-doubt I am washing off a good portion of my humbleness so that when I say these things, I say them with an awareness of how far I have become to
1: truly embody the woman I want to be. I am Nomonde Butelezi. Um, I am from a small community called Mfuleni, which is situated in Cape Town, South Africa. I'm a first of three girls and were raised by a single mom. And being the first of the three girls, I had to grow up quickly and assume some parenting roles from my mother. So um, having to watch her raise us and having to watch her um, struggle to keep our heads above water has actually um, molded and has actually shaped me to be the strong and opinionated woman that I am today. And also as a single mother myself, I am raising a daughter and I'm raising my goal to be strong and independent. I also hold a certificate in early childhood development, but uh, well, life happened and currently I am not practicing. At the moment, I am a co-researcher I am a community activist um and recently also a food activist. So um it, this was recent this term is recent for me it was during the all the 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 food activism work that I was doing that I didn't even realize during the pandemic then I was sometimes I was uh, referred to um, as a food activist So I adopted that term as well And I I am also um, A food producer I grow uh, vegetables So um, and then I was thinking The other day that I was looking for A, a gender specific term And I was thinking that there should be a term um, That identifies Or that, that refers to A woman who is in farming So I looked it up and yes uh, I am a farmer farmerate Uh, So, I'm also adopting that as my new title. Uh, So, a woman who is a farmer is called a farmerette, in case you didn't know.
2: My name is Stefanie Lemke. I was connected to the co-researcher group mentioned by Nomonde and Mimi through collaboratively writing an academic article on growing and eating food during the COVID-19 pandemic. This was a nice team effort, together with other colleagues from academia and civil society. We also wrote a blog. This was last year. At the time I was working with the Center for Agroecology, Water and Resilience at Coventry University. In April this year, I moved to Vienna, where I am Professor in Development Research at the University of Natural Resources and Life Sciences, in short, BUCU. I also have a base in the south of Germany, close to Munich. I feel deeply connected to South Africa. I have engaged in research and have lived here for extended periods for more than 20 years. I work with local actors and civil society organizations. We apply participatory, transdisciplinary and gender transformative approaches.
0: My name is Zolani Mihlo. I'm from Mpuleni. I'm a jazz artist. Uh, I do soul uh, and African jazz. I'm a facilitator as well. I do music workshops, and I I do my own events. Uh, I'm an event organizer as well. Yeah, bless
1: you, I.
2: Thanks. Although we all grew up in different social, cultural, political, and historical contexts and therefore have very different lived experiences, what connects us is our passion and our concern about the inequalities of food systems globally and our aim to fight and activate against food injustice. So, the idea for this podcast was born out of this collaboration.
0: A picture can speak a thousand words, a voice recording can speak to more, a short video, a short poem. It is within intersectionalities that we can build as a community. Farmers coming together with fishers, scholars, artists, construction workers, chefs and many varying disciplines. What I have realized through this core research is that I am not isolated in my activism there are so many others out there working to change communities the vision of a community kitchen wants to dish up this variety of change makers in order to bring about a more nutritious plate of food on the topic of dishing up then I want to dish up this content I have learned through the core research. I want to dish up agency, especially in women and children. I want them to know and understand that their voices and contribution matters in changing things. Food stands at the center of key issues in the world today. To follow the path of food is to follow where the money goes. It is also an intersection through which other injustices can be read. Intersectionality. That is another element I want to dish up. I think that documenting and retelling this process through different modes of storytelling is empowering. It empowers the story of the conception of a community kitchen in ways beyond just language.
1: There will be a lot of activities that will be happening that will be bringing the communities together, and this is actually where the upaganini concept was born, um, and we are we are washing off the stigma, like I said, that is associated with hunger, with hunger we are breaking down the walls and we are opening the doors of which, where these conversations are actually happening, um. And um, through the community activism, we are looking at solutions together as a community. We are looking at the bottom-up approach and we carry the torch for change through agency and giving a voice to our communities. So people are still hungry. Uh, People still don't have food. Um, Part of our work now is to bring the dialogues to the people, is to have the dialogues with the people and um, have a voice and build a voice. Um, And how we are planning to do that is we look at the current soup kitchens um currently it's just a place where people go and dish for food and we are rethinking we are rethinking that concept we are trying to to build hubs uh we are trying to build platform and spaces for dialogues to happen and and for people to talk about hunger and to break down the wall the walls of the stigmatization that is associated with hunger, um that is associated with with being poor. So part of rethinking is to change the communications into the spaces where people come together and talk about other social issues that we are currently facing, such as the gender based violence
0: hey uh, upaganini is part of a larger community vision to work at transforming food systems in south africa we come together as local voices local minds to transform an unjust system into something that works equally for everyone this is not the conclusion to the story but the very beginning more podcast episodes will follow the journey of the community kitchens in Cape Town. Please follow our Facebook page, Food Agency Cape Town, and our Instagram, Food Agency Cape Town.
2: We thank Agroecology Now and StoryCenter.org for their support in producing this podcast.